All right, mamas, get ready for some really good stuff. My mom is here with me today, and I am so excited for you to hear what she has to say. You're going to hear bits of my testimony scattered in there. You're going to hear how her powerful prayers for her child basically got me where I'm at today. And it's because of her prayers and her intercession and her determination to see her daughter become the woman that God has called her to be through prayer that I'm where I'm at today. Don't dismiss things that she says because she has been praying for me for over 37 years. I am 37 and she was praying for me long before I even came to this world. So listen to what she's got to say, apply it to your life, and you're going to see some amazing things happen in your kids. So get ready. It is so powerful and I can't wait. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me. But I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood. Until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. If you listened to episode 32, you've heard why praying for your kids is so important and some prayers that you can start praying over them. Today, I want you to hear from a praying mama, my mom. She prayed for me when she was pregnant with me and still continues to pray for me even though I'm grown with my own kids. Praying for your kids is the most important job as a mom. It's up to us to stand in the gap and pray and intercede for our kids in every area of their life. So here's my mom, Deborah. Thank you so much, mom, for joining. You're welcome. I'm excited. When I decided I wanted to do another episode on praying for our kids as a mom, I thought who better to come talk to us than you? You prayed constantly for me as I was growing up and when I was older, out of high school and going through some really difficult times and making really poor choices. You prayed even harder. I remember you talking about praying and fasting for me. I'd come home after a night of drinking and partying and see a card on my pillow with a nice note and you letting me know that you were praying for me. Those prayers worked. It took some time, but I truly believe that if you hadn't been praying for me, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I want to start with a question and we'll go from there. Okay. So let's start with why you prayed, and then you continued to pray for me. Why is it that you pray for me as a mom? Well, I prayed for you before you were even conceived. After many heartbreaks and prayers during the quest for conception, you were finally on your way. I was so thankful for God answering my prayers and knew that I was finally going to get the blonde, blue-eyed girl that I felt God promised me many years before. How long did it take for you to have me um it was a good nine years at least yeah so I haven't talked a lot about your struggle of conception and 
conceiving me. I've talked a bit about my my conception problems and miscarriage issues. Did you have a lot of miscarriages or could you just not get pregnant? Can you tell the I, listeners? I had miscarriages. Um, I couldn't carry a baby. I had endometriosis and that really hampered that process. So I, I just had to go to God and pray because my body was not cooperating. So God gave you this promise years before for a blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl. Definitely. But you had to wait almost 10 years for it. Yes. Yes. And then um, I knew that she would be um, a special one, a miracle. And God had a plan and purpose for her life. I was excited to be blessed with caring for her, for you. Yeah. Well, you waited a long time for me. I did. And even just after you conceived me, having me was a miracle in itself. Definitely. It it was because I was pregnant with twins, like a double blessing. And um, for some reason, we lost one. and But I was able to keep you. And uh, that was a, a real miracle. Very thankful. And here I am. Yes. <laughs> you made it. And even after I got here, it was a lot a lot of struggle for you as a mom. Maybe, uh, I don't think I was too difficult of a child, but after high school, yeah, I, I posed some problems. <laughs> yes, you, I, it seemed like you were a very easy girl to parent. Um, yeah, and then you had to sow some oats and, and <laughs> figure some things out. I had to learn my own hard lessons. Yeah, some kids just need to. They don't learn from others. Yeah. You prayed for me. Before you even had me, mm-hmm. and you prayed for me while you were pregnant, which is what got me here. Yes. What about praying for me like throughout my childhood? What kind of prayers did you pray? Um, Sorry, I didn't prepare well, you for that question. <laughs> <laughs> I remember once um, you were a little girl. You had just got into your big bed, big girl bed. And uh, one night, it, you just started screaming. You were scared to death. And I went in the room, and it was like you weren't even awake. But you were so frightened, and I could feel like a presence in the room. And it's like, kind of scared me. <laughs> I picked you up and uh, cuddled you and just started praying. And you immediately just calmed down. And went back to sleep, or continued to sleep. Um, But I feel like Satan knew that you were a special child. And even at that young age, was trying to get a hold on your life. And I wasn't about to let that happen. Well, I think God had some big plans for me. I mean, just the struggle for you to even have me in the first place. And then everything that I went through, some of my own doing and some not. But... Here I am, and I've already done so much to help people. Just through the podcast, I've gotten messages and emails from women and moms that I've helped just through my episodes and my course, and then through the nonprofit. Even though we're not up and running strongly, there's already people who we've been able to help, and I know there's so much more in store. But if it hadn't been for your prayers, I wouldn't be doing what I am. I probably wouldn't even be here. Well, God is mighty. Mm -hmm. And to this day, I pray for you and the family God's given you. Because I I know life can be difficult. And the enemy loves to throw things your way because he doesn't want you to succeed in those plans that God has placed here for you. But 
by praying and letting God be in control, you can accomplish great things, not only in your life, but lives of others, just like all the lives that you've touched on your podcast. And I believe God has given you a heart for others, even as a little girl. You came home telling me about praying with a friend on the playground that was so sad because of a loss in her life. And um, you were touching lives at that young age. Even. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. So I think praying for your child is like a release, talking to God, mm-hmm. trusting and having faith that he cares and wants to take your burdens no matter how big or small. He even cares about the little insignificant things. Yes. And that's just very peaceful yeah. to know. What do you pray for and what have you prayed for in the past? You mentioned the the instance in the room where you felt that presence and you prayed and I calmed down. But what other things have you prayed for and what do you pray for now since season is different? I'm grown. I have my own kids. Well, um, as I mentioned, I had prayed for a baby and you were my miracle. I had to work and um, I prayed that God would give us someone um, special to babysit you and take care of you when I couldn't be there. Grandma Kay. Yes. <laughs> we found Grandma Kay and she was awesome. She was perfect for you. And she loved you like her own. And um, that was that was a godsend. Mm-hmm. That was, you loved being there. And when I went to pick you up, you a lot of times didn't weren't ready to come home. <laughs> you loved it there, and that that made me feel good. I wasn't jealous of her at all. I just it made me feel so good to know that you were cared for and felt so safe there. Let's see. I prayed about jobs and feel that God gave me opportunities that I wouldn't have otherwise had. Um, I prayed about homes and moves, and God was faithful there and provided. I prayed about protecting the home when we went on vacation. I don't know if you remember that, but boy, that was a close one. God the fence did protect that yes. situation. Yes. What the, happened there? Well, um, I'm sure people are curious. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbors told us after we got home there had been a, a person that was evidently drunk um, came with a vehicle and just was doing things on our side street and crashed right into our chain link fence, broke posts. One got stuck under the vehicle. They backed up, and I don't know how they didn't hit the house because those marks seemed to go all the way to the house um, and then took off. And, um, of course, we had to repair the fence, but that was, you know, neighbors helped with that. And And that's so insignificant compared to having to fix a house. Right. Um, So there was no damage done to the home. And we were thankful for that. Another time we came home from a vacation and um, there had been fireworks across the street and the neighbors were just sure that those sparks were going to land on our then shake roof and uh, start a fire. They just knew it. And we were very thankful that 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 did not happen. They were, I believe, if I remember correctly, they were ready with hoses. <laughs> wow. So God's protection on the house there, too. Yes. And so, you know, no thing is too small to pray about. What about some of the bigger things? Um, like? Like when I was going through my rough party season oh. after high school. What caused you to pray like you did? Oh, my. Because I mean, you knew. Even though I didn't talk about it, you knew. A mom always knows. Of course. 
what what caused you to pray so hard? Because I remember you telling me about times that you were like fasting and pretty much just interceding for me. Definitely. So what was it that well, I caused could... you to need know that you needed to do that, I guess? Well, I could see you drifting and being influenced by your friends. I kind of felt like perhaps maybe I hadn't been the best mother or role model. Um, you know, like any parent, I think, has had those thoughts. What did I do wrong? I talk a lot about mom guilt. It's you didn't do anything wrong, but you put that guilt on yourself because you see things happening outside of your control. Right. And being the parent, being the mom, it's we feel it's our responsibility to do that and to prevent these things from happening, to prevent our kids from going through difficult things that they could go through. But it's not on us. It's it's on us to pray and to help and walk them through and be there for them when they might fall. But it's not our fault. Yeah. But mom guilt sets in and it, we think it is. It's a normal thing, I think, to feel. I'd lay in bed and pray until I heard you come home. Um, Sometimes that would be three, four o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. 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 And I was working. So that was difficult. But I didn't mind laying there and praying because it's it's like that was my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed you to be taken care of and I couldn't be there at those times. Well, like I said in the beginning, that's our most important role as a mom is to pray for our kids. Right. And some seasons, it may not be easy, like staying up till three, four o'clock in the morning, maybe not sleeping at all because you had to get up and get ready for work. Right. But that was your, your job as my mom. Yeah. When I was making some very bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> One specific time, I believe God woke me and I could see you in a dark place, falling, being swallowed up. And then a policeman knocked on our door and told me you didn't make it. I got up and went to the garage and got on my treadmill and just cried out to God, pleading for your life. I felt you you were going to be gone. And um, It's funny that you mention that. I don't think I've heard you talk about that in specifics. I can't remember which episode I talked about it on, but I mentioned part of my testimony and one of the big God encounters that I had. And I was, I went home with a bartender and I'll be very careful with what I say because there's kids listening, but went home with the bartender and I started smoking, not cigarettes, and it was laced with something. And I, I think it's the same night, uh, based off of your story and things that you've told me in the past of when you were praying for me. I think it's the same exact night, but I curled, I remember curling up on the floor feeling like I was falling down a deep, dark hole, like it was never ending, and I didn't think I was going to wake up. And I remember crying out to the people that were there, like, help me, like I'm going to die. And I remember them sitting on the couch just laughing at me because they were high on whatever it was. But I wasn't used to having this in my body, and well, I probably and had were, way more than I should have. And you were allergic to so and many And I was allergic things. to a lot of things, so I didn't have the same kind of reaction that they thought I would because they've done this before. They don't have my same system. And so I remember curling up in a ball thinking I was going to die because I was falling down a deep, dark hole that was just never ending. And then I woke up early that next morning, but I I didn't think I was going to wake up. And I probably shouldn't have with everything that was in my system. Mm. So that was, I think that was the same night. 
very well could have been. So I got up and went to the garage and got on my treadmill and just cried out to God, pleading for your life. I asked God to break the chains that bound you so you could live out the life that he called you to. You needed direction, safety, and protection. You're a child of the king, and Satan has no place in your life. I asked God to deliver you, and once again, God was so faithful. Yep, he's always faithful. Always. So what have you seen as a result of your prayers? Well, he's answered so many prayers. He's just so loving and merciful. One time I felt you were in danger. Um in a different time, and I didn't feel I could talk with you about it at that time. Um, I looked every scripture up in the Bible on protection and typed them all out. Was this and when I was still living with you? No. I don't remember you, you talking were, to me about talking you were to in me your about own this apartment at okay. that time. Um, and I put your picture on the paper and I posted it on the refrigerator. Every day I prayed those scriptures time after time. God provided help in that situation and you were was, given protection. Was this when I was engaged to yes. that guy that yes. was lying about everything? Everything, yeah. yes. Okay. That was that situation. So I've lived um, to see you grow up and mature into an amazing mother, wife, and, and mentor. Um, I've seen God work in your life and provide for you in just so many ways, different areas of your life. Um, I've seen you grow in your faith and trust in God. I've seen you experience miracles on your own. And now I have the privilege of praying alongside you for your children and the lives that God has ordained for them. And that's just a real privilege for me. Backtrack a little bit to that situation. I haven't really talked much about that season. I just haven't gotten there. Not that I'm holding it back, just... Haven't talked about it. So very quick snippet of it. I was engaged to a man that I thought was great, but turns out he was lying about everything, Um, was manipulative, abusive, narcissist, and had been in prison multiple times. Um, Which you were not aware of. There was a lot of things wrong with the whole situation. And I think in my spirit, I knew but I wasn't walking closely with God at the time, and I was just not in a good place, mentally or spiritually. And there were a lot of times in that relationship, looking back, that I I probably wouldn't have gotten out of it. And looking back, I can see all these things and the red flags that I didn't didn't notice at the time. And if you hadn't been praying for me, if it hadn't been for uh, my friends was it her dad her uncle her uncle and then my uncle uncle greg if it hadn't Mm -hmm. been for you and dad and those two men i probably wouldn't have survived you would not have not not the situation he was coming from yeah yeah i i remember waking up with bruises all over me not because i i would drink a lot because i think in my spirit i just i knew it wasn't right and what else am i gonna do (laughs) so I I would get blackout drunk and I'd wake up the next morning with bruises with no explanation. Like I was at the house. Like it's not like we were out and I could have fallen and hurt myself. And one morning I had like a handprint bruise on my arm. I don't think I ever told you about that. No, you didn't. 
but there were a lot of situations with him that could have been really, really bad. And long after Johnny and the kids, I got an email from his sister. I don't think I told you about this either. No. Um, she, he was working with her ex-husband to try to get custody of her kids and was lying and manipulating the courts. And so she, she just needed to talk it out with me and asked for, because I had been in this situation with him. She wanted somebody in case she was needed another viewpoint and somebody who had been around and affected by him. She wanted somebody to testify for her in court. I was like, of course I'll do it. But he is not a good guy. And if it hadn't no. been for you, I probably would not have survived that situation. Okay. Well, you and dad and the men that were helping me and supporting me. Yeah, it was a very dangerous situation. Um, we have, uh, I still have all the documents on that. Don't ask me why I'm keeping them. <laughs> but um, yeah, I still have all the court documents on his situation. Yep. Um, not a Not a good thing. Nope. So... I guess um, one thing maybe I can interject here is um, if you mamas have uh, any kind of feeling or anything with your kids, um, follow up on it. That's God talking to you. He'll lead you and guide you and uh, dig out the dirt. Yep. That kind of leads me in to the next question and the last question of the day, unless you have anything else that you want to add. But what would you say to all the moms listening when it comes to praying for their kids? Number one, never stop. Yeah. Never stop. Let God carry your burdens and don't sweat the small stuff. Trust him and all you have to do is ask because he's, he's right there and he, he wants to be there for you. He'll never let you down. He cares and loves you more than you know. The answer may not be immediate, but um, hang in there. Just have faith that he knows what he's doing and he's going to care for your kids. And one comforting thought um, that I always had was that God loves them even more than I do. Mm -hmm. And he's with them even when I can't be. I guess I would say let your kids know how much you love them and tell them often. Give them plenty of time, praise, encouragement, joy, and also cry with them in their sadness. They need to know how much you care. Be patient with them. They'll go through many life experiences, um, and they may need to learn things for themselves. Just be there for them, no matter what. That doesn't mean you have to fix everything, but they need to know you care. And even more, that God loves and cares for them. We as parents are not perfect. We make mistakes. I think everyone does. Your kids may forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. So let God work patience and love and kindness through you into their precious little lives. And I guess last of all, listen to the little voice inside. God is talking to you. Learn to listen. I'm still learning that. I think it's a he, lifelong learning lesson there. He will guide us. Mm -hmm. Who taught you to pray? My parents. Mm -hmm. And who taught you to pray for your kids and how to pray for your kids? Did you learn that from Grandma and Grandpa? Or was that something that you learned on your own with God? I think I learned that on my own. I don't recall them teaching us to do that, although they prayed with us. And maybe I was just modeling you know, that they prayed with their kids. And Well, thank you. 
Anything else that you think the mamas need to hear? Not right off the top of my head. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I hope I've said something that could impact someone's life. I'm sure you have. Okay. Lots of great tidbits in there, Mom. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you. All right, Mamas. That was so good. I hope you got something amazing out of it. And you heard a bit more about me and my story and some things that have happened in my life that I got through because my mom prayed. So don't dismiss the power of prayer in your kid's life. Your prayer as a mama is crucial to them getting through those rough seasons. It's crucial for them becoming who they are called to be. It's crucial for them to live out their life with purpose with power and with amazing, amazing things happening in their life. Whether they're going through something difficult, it's your prayer that can get them through. If they're in a great season, it's your prayer that can keep them steadfast in Christ. So don't dismiss the power of prayer in whatever season you're in. All right, mamas, I love you. Have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.